0: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. Welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. Bros. The show where the bros are fans, or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben-Hameen, a.k.a. Lucius Lino, a.k.a. Wakanda's favorite DJ, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of these here Internets, the Captain Kirk of the spaceship here on Fan Bros. show, the Multicultural Maestros. And as always, I am joined by
1: Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Ahura of the spaceship, the Black Russian, the Black Roll, the Leto Stunner, Beretta Scott King, and FN2187 on an undercover cop. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. <laughs>
0: yeah. I keep forgetting Drink Mohen.
1: Drink Mohen, man. Yeah. You gotta do that.
0: AKA Drink Mohen in the spaceship, in the captain's chair, joined by my cust- I said. Custy. By your cousin, yeah, by
1: your yeah. cousin, my
2: cousin, my cousin, my blood over there.
1: <laughs> what up, slime?
2: Chico Leo, uh also known as the Buana Beastie Boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> obscure, but you know, you judges know Buana like, Beast is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh a God. deep I, I, get it, know, yeah. I get it. I oh get it. I get it. I get it. He he was actually on Justice League Unlimited. Would you yeah, believe that? Yes. I do.
2: Actually, everyone. Uh, everyone, everyone and everyone. their
0: damn mama was on that show. Just like Fambro Show, The Voice of the Urban Geek, <laughs> and you know, That's right?
1: <laughs> Everyone in their damn mama
0: is always on the show. Yeah, for real. You know, we uh, we have a lot of guests, a lot of you know action packed episodes in our history. Working on three years now, we're coming up on our third year anniversary. Right. Only a couple months away. Yeah, only a couple months away from our third year anniversary. Probably three hundred shows in the can. Wow. wow. Yeah, Fambro Show is now That's an true. institution.
1: Wow. Yes, yeah. like I'm saying wow like I haven't been here. Wow. <laughs> like,
0: like you are part of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we are part of the Loudspeakers Network. You know, it's been, it's been a good run for us so far.
1: Yeah. I mean, we shutting down like rumors about like like anti-Fanbro shows wow. trying to pop up. Nega-Fanbro yeah. show, if you will.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Nega-Fanbro show. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: yes. Uh, there can only be one.
0: There can only basically. be one. Basically. Right.
1: we 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 make it clear. Obviously, there's tons of podcasts out there, you guys should absolutely listen to. You actually be listen to stuff like Black Girl Nerds podcast. You actually listen to stuff like um what Blurred Girl does. Like, there's so much stuff out there.
0: Shout out to Blurred Vision,
1: Blurred Vision. I mean superheroes. I mean, it go. The list goes on and on. You Afro need to be, Nerd Radio. Follow Fanbro Show, and you'll see what we're talking about. That being said, there is only one Fanbro Show. So if someone comes on your timeline talking some bullshit. About yo yo yo, I heard this show that do this and do that, and they you know they they cool nerds and they media maestros or whatever the fuck they said. Like no 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 media
0: maestro. No I no like no that, no. Yeah.
1: We're the multicultural maestros, and there's one, and his name is Vambro Show.
0: Yeah, or the voice of the urban geek, or anything along those lines. Look, you know, I'm sorry, you know, there, like we said, there's a lot of podcasts. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can get your entertainment, but there's only one fan show. There's only one Tatiana King, only one Chico Leo. There's only like, one Highlander. And
1: stop using company names in your fake casting calls. Wow. We'll put that out there.
0: Wow. 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 Whatever happened with that?
1: It went on fucking it, smoker. They got caught.
0: Yes, it went off into the ether. You know, we'll, we'll we'll talk more of this, I think, you know, soon on the show. But, you know, yeah, there was some you know, fake casting calls being put out. People were trying to be us, basically. I mean, I guess we can talk about it now. Nah, you
1: no, know? I mean, it's nothing to talk about. People try to be <laughs> us, and you can't be us. End of story.
0: <laughs> Next. Know, we had to chop somebody's head off, you know, because there could only be one. You know, right. we, we chopped off a few in our time, and, you know, yet another one had to get fallen by the wayside. Keep my name out your mouth. Ooh, you know, that's that old <laughs> that school shit. Tatiana about to pull off her earrings, slap some Vaseline on her cheeks, go to work, boy. Go to work. Oh, uh, man.
1: So, well, f- you know, first, let me, I want to say this at the top of the show. Happy, happy birthday to the iconic Miss Angela
0: Davis. Yes. Very well done. Angela uh, Davis.
1: Oh, what you trying to do?
0: <laughs> Nobody listens to, uh, you know, Quirkland uh, Dodgers. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus, like, where is
1: nah. it? At? No, you you pull the Chico I'm, just I'm now. so
0: alone on on you pulled a in here. You pull the
1: Chico. Also, happy birthday to Sasha Banks in WWE, the legit boss, basically one of the best women wrestlers in
0: wrestling right now. Angela Davis and Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. That's who we're giving shout outs to. Nice.
1: Just in the beginning, there's man more shout outs, but I just wanted to make sure we put it out there. Big ups to black women everywhere. Stay black.
0: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of staying black. Nate Parker's uh, Birth of a Nation film the film that is documenting the s- documenting the story of Nat Turner and his slave rebellion revolt whatever you want to call it sold for 17.5 million dollars at Sundance this which week. is Which
1: is actually, it doesn't seem like a big figure in, in nowadays, but apparently for, I've no, learned this, apparently for Sundance yeah. when it comes to indie films, that's a huge number.
2: Yeah, yeah it's that's very just, big. Yeah, the, Usually movies there sell for like three million, four million, yeah. five million. Well, there was a big bidding war on it and the last film,
0: uh, Little Miss Sunshine did 10 million a few years ago. That was sold for 10 million. So Nate Parker's oh, Birth of a one. Nation mm-hmm. is the first film ever to get sold for seventeen point five. And people, and there, you know, reviews from Sundance like people saying it's exceptional. They said it got a standing ovation at the end of its screening. Um, it's been generating a lot of different press. A lot of different people have been talking about it, obviously. It had the bidding war, and now we will be seeing it probably around, well, it'll probably get released in December or so of this year, you know, just in time because they're definitely going to try and prep it for the awards mm. because, you know, they don't want to have Ostra so white again, and, you know, I, I like. I think this movie, you know, um, isn't really benefiting from Ostra so white as some people are already saying. I think it's more benefiting from the fact that it is. I mean, as much as I'm hyped for it because it's the story of Nat Turner and a rebellion, it's also still the story of slaves. And it, you know, and we
1: know how you feel about slave stories. I mean,
0: and, I mean, spoiler. I mean, spoiler alert. At the end of it, you know, Nat Turner gets killed. Like, are you are you gonna watch it? You damn straight I'm gonna watch All it. All right. Yeah, but say I as mean, long as you, you need to support it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna support it. I mean there's gonna be, you know, a black man killing I mean slave masters. <laughs> like you know, I'm sorry. This is like, Better than Django. <laughs> I mean better than Django. But yeah, like I think this film is definitely benefiting from that because, you know, people are just love to see black men in chains. I mean black men, black women, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some of the press that's been coming out of it, though, that was especially funny to me was they were interviewing, uh, Gabrielle Union Yes, at, uh, Sundance about the film. And, you know, of course, Stacey Dash came up and, you know, people asked her, you know, how do you feel about Stacey Dash and her points? And she said, well, you know, I think we need to just keep making movies like this so that, you know, that crazy woman won't have anything to say.
1: I'll do the reenactment here. Okay. Um, so, Miss Union, or oh, I'm sorry, wherever her last name is now, but Miss Miss Gabrielle, um, you know what Wade, you th- I guess Ms. yeah, Wade union, okay, what do you think about uh stacy dash um is she related to dame Dash <laughs> um she was on Rockefeller, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know much about her. I mean, I mean, besides obviously she's crazy, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that was, <laughs> was that was Gabrielle.
0: There was enough shade to hide under there, you know, to keep yourself warm. You know, I mean, keep yourself cool. Under that shade, Oof. and yeah, Gabrielle. Also, Dame Dash this week came out, and you know, well, Dame
1: Dash was like, "Fuck Stacy," basically. Dame Dash yeah. said she' crazy too.
0: He was like, "That's my cousin,"
2: but you know,
1: I mean, Dame Dash said what it was. He, I mean, I have my issues with Dame Dash. Wait, Jazz, they pretty. are
2: really related. I you actually, actually did not, not, I actually did not know that. No, yeah, they are.
1: oh, they're actually cousins. But but yeah, I have my own issues with Dame Dash for different things. But Dame, you know, he was with it. He was just like, uh, "Yeah, she is just doing that because Fox is paying her to say that bullshit." And, you know, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like, how can you come from, you know, being on the game on BET to, you know, all of a sudden? uh, Yeah. um, um, What did she say? Get rid of Black History
2: Month. She had sex with Paul Ryan at the Republican convention. Paul Ryan's married.
1: Did you see that on your gossip site? I did.
2: I did. Wow. Whatever. Whatever. Is that slander or libel? I mean, Uh, I think we might get. I think we could get. You know, for one of that. Unless uh, unless it's uh, not true. Allegedly. Right. They allegedly (laughs) bumped uglies. Oh, that makes it so much better. (laughs) So much better. And I
1: didn't want that vision, that thought in my head. Thank you.
0: No. Leo. No, not feeling that one. Absolutely not. <laughs> hmm. and, uh, <laughs> think if, about that. That's a bad. If it, if it was released talk. somewhere, you know. Right. You watch. watch that tape. Exactly. <laughs> ew. ew, ew. You watch that tape. <laughs> I know. I've, ew. I've seen worse celebrity tapes. Right. I have to say, you know.
2: Been... One Night in Paris. Um, that's the China wor- one. That's the worst. Disturbing. Oh my um. God. I never saw that. Wow.
0: <laughs> so disturbing. Jesus, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think bad to that. That's even worse than anything that. Oh yeah, all right. But um, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you
3: know this week in the N word.
0: Thank you for saving me. Thank you me for pulling us out of that. Yeah, thank mud. you for saving me there out of that muck, out of that mire. You know all that, and oh my God, boy. You know I thought you know we got the Iowa primaries coming up, so I, you know I was sure that you know Trump was gonna work his way back to the top, you know, Ben Carson's, you know, been buried beneath everything, so he ain't said nothing. But no, I mean, I was just blessed. Is he
1: still even in the running?
0: He is. I mean, we haven't even gotten to, you know, people being eliminated yet other than them just dropping out and giving up. They eliminated the damn selves. I mean, pretty much. But, you know, I, I did not— I didn't expect this one. You know, this This guy is is new to our, you know, new to the segment, you know. But he made a quick run for the top oh of the hill, boy. He was gosh. like, yo, know, F. Trump, F. Carson, you know, whoever else you've had in the segment at some point, I am, you know, let me just knock them out the way. B.O.B., a.k.a. Bobby oh, Ray, Lord. Um, you know, most of us know him as uh, mm-hmm. nothing on you, girl. And um, that's it. Oh, he had a few joints.
1: Listen, I'm not talking about his him as an uh, artist. He's I'm sure he's great. Yeah, he had and all a few that stuff. joints. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: that's all I know him for.
0: True, indeed. Well, most people know him for Nothing on You. I think Airplanes, or is that Lupe? Airplane? Uh, yeah.
1: No, he was Airplanes, but it was it was.
0: Uh, it doesn't matter. No. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he, he made he made some joints, you know, and then kind of did some mixtapes after that. Whatever. He's a Ti's artist, et cetera for some reason this week, decided to go off on a rant about how the earth was flat. And um (laughs) thing is, I you know, full disclosure here, I actually have friends who have... Flat earthers? Flat earthers? Yes, who are flat earthers, and they have, you know, professed this theory to me before. Listen. And had me on it for a day, I can't lie, for like 18 hours. You drank the Kool-Aid? I drank it. Because it just had me thinking, oh, and I—I I mean. I know. Look, the, if that
1: hell Bop comic came by, you would have been dead right now. I mean,
0: Ben, <laughs> I mean. Well, see, I've look. I grew up, you know, reading all kind of science fiction, playing all kind of fantasy role playing games. So I'd been exposed to the ideas of flat Earth, to hollow Earths, to all these different ideas, you know, since a child. But I'd never heard of it as like an adult and somebody really being serious. And this is a good friend of mine, so I had to look into it. I, I, or you could tell your good friend of yours, yo, you fucking up, man. I know. Well, after I looked into it and I Googled one site Flat Earth Debunk, you know, it just, it
2: falls apart rather you don't quickly. You
1: need to go to a debugging site. I don't know, read something called science. So, no.
2: yeah. so wait, I, I listened to this and I have to say, what he was saying wasn't that uh, any more outrageous than half the stuff that Mulder said in the last two nights. What of is not this, this is true, <laughs> you know? And but so, some and I was st- says, I was standing up and cheering for Mulder. You know, so yeah, I can't really. Th- th- I mean, th- th- I can't problem really. It's like so you're a B.O.B. No, I'm <laughs> not. <beer>! But I. <laughs> that's, oh, that's what we call it. But I, you know, no, I'm a Neil. I'm a Neil Diamond. Um, Bar- Bur- yeah, yeah, exactly. Neil deGrasse. The problem
1: with Bob's Burgers is not that he said something outrageous. it's that he continued to say something outrageous in the face of the world's, one of the world's most prominent minds.
2: Astrophysicist. Telling and you. Wh- yeah, well-liked and well-respected both. I mean. Right. Okay,
1: and then my thing is the well, stuff, you, didn't
2: even, you didn't even get to that part of
1: the but story. But I know, I know. I'm yeah. saying, I'll tell the story. But I mean, okay, so when he's sharing his his view of why he believes the earth is flat, he's also sharing um, photos and and, you know, pseudo- scientific calculations which are actually photoshopped yeah. but you know he's he's showing a photoshop of a photoshop saying no the real joint is photoshop I'm just like everything you have is fake dude so as and this guy first of all Bob went on um, for how long for like hours, hours with this okay and then in the middle of it people were like yo are you high you know are you just trying to promote the album why are you doing this <laughs> right and Builder Bob then said no, <laughs> I really believe this. And I sat there. As I sat there and looked at them, this, this was like, this was like, this, this was a span of two days. Okay, so this is day one. On day one, I'm watching like, yo, this, this dude is real. This dude is really real. Like, he really believes in this. I said, okay, bet. Neil Tyson's about to beat on that ass. But, but then, you know, I just let it go. I didn't see nothing, right? So I said, okay, I guess nothing's going to happen. Day two. <laughs> guess who shows up on the timeline? Guess who's the heck?
0: Yes, it was bizarre. Neil deGrasse came in and broke down uh Bobby Ray and it just I mean, it was it, it was he only hit him with like three different tweets. And you know, just said basically you're wrong, science proves everything. You have if you go to South America, you will see that the constellations, the positions change if you go like basically even 15 degrees below the equator, you know, it starts to change. I've been in Africa below the equator. Mm-hmm. The stars are mad different They're Completely different. (laughs) Have you been there? Let me just let you know, dog. They're mad different. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But anyway, um, so you know, B.O.B. decides to keep going. Bob's burgers, I like that one, decides to keep going and come back at Neil with more memes and more images, and just completely ignore it. Neil doesn't respond anymore. You know, people begin, you know, railing down on Bobby and just calling him an idiot. So I guess day two it is, he releases his.
1: So Bobby's World has the bright idea <laughs> of releasing a distro. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Let's back up, let's back up. Where have all your music been all this time? Maybe you haven't no, released it No, he has music. a new album right now. Oh, okay. Besides, yes. okay. But what made you feel necessary to put a diss track on an astrophysicist? Astrophysicist! You cannot spell
0: it. This is the world we're living in. This is 2016, folks. That is like, I mean, we went from having, you know, KRS1 battling Shan, you know, um, NWA versus Cube, you know, Drake versus Meek to Bobby. Bobby
1: Ray versus...
2: Neil deGrasse. But,
1: even, but my thing is, think about that. Like,
2: Wait, but wait. Wasn't, wasn't Bobby's track better than, than Meek Mill's? This that's,
1: that's neither here nor there. I mean, maybe.
2: I would say Meeks might have been...
1: Meeks actually might have been a really little track. More, uh, <laughs> Meeks made more sense. But see, my, my thing is, music <laughs> aside, all this shit aside, you see Bob B.O.B. versus Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tell me, lie to me and tell me that you don't think... Neil deGrasse is going to ether whoever it right. is on the other oh, side yeah. of that verse. I mean, he
2: ethered Star Wars and Star Trek movies <laughs> as Neal soon DeGrasse, as they came out. Well, he's up uh, there he explaining there. how Death Stars don't work and stuff like that.
1: I mean, whether it's honestly, yeah. but look, what is Neil deGrasse? Oh, I agree, I agree. And then he gives you he he has the uh, first of all he sends you four fucking tweets and you have the audacity the audacity to reply back and be like, nah, be. Yeah. And then you know what you know what Neil deGrasse said he says. And and I'm, I'm 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 translating. It's okay to be stupid. It's free to be stupid, but you're being stupid. Yeah. That's essentially what Neil said.
0: And uh to add insult to injury as if you know you you really could at this point. Today, uh, I think it's Neil Degrasse's uh nephew released yeah. a a response track oh, over Lord. Drake's back to back, which is called entitled uh Flat to Facts. <laughs> which is just like <laughs> Absolutely. That title's great. Yeah, the title. I mean, because uh, B O B's was flatline, which is more akin to what his career is doing right now than <laughs> to, to the track. But um, yeah, it was. It was just. This is just an amazing time to uh. me. Like that, we have a rapper, you know, so convinced that the world is flat that he's doing. And this is a rapper who's traveled the world. You know, B.O.B.'s had hits. He's you know, big pop hits. He has seen the world.
1: And that's fine. But my thing is, like, I th- we had this conversation, but we had it in in, in on a serious context. The things you say, even though it's not about your music, the things you say have an impact on how I look at you as an artist, how I feel about you. As a person. As a person. So if you say some shit to me like B... You know, the, the what did he say? The virile or underground or something. Some bullshit he said today about The, some, real the virile. Or, I
2: don't know. He's My, also going on about some what? cloning to some cloning. That was right He's he saying he's saying that when
0: uh, like when Martin Lawrence, you know, went crazy down Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, down they, was his clone. they said yeah. if you ever
1: see a celebrity go crazy or get hurt or suddenly die, it's because they've replaced them with the they're about to replace them in a the clone, essentially.
0: So Martin Lawrence is cloned. Uh, but my thing is, Mariah Carey's clones.
2: But
1: how do you... Well, I'm mad you said Mariah. But,
0: <laughs> but,
1: but my thing is, how do you quote science fiction as... Like, stuff that's literally from, you know, a science fiction book. Like, the whole thing about, like, the whole virilda? That's literally from a science fiction I mean, he, he was also, story, he was also, fiction.
0: He's also quoting a Holocaust denier in the rhyme and saying, you know, that uh, Stalin was way worse than Hitler. Uh, it, and
1: or now we're talking about oh who had it I mean just you know
0: I, I mean Stalin and Hitler both killed more I was just like, the people who
1: ca- is that well <laughs> you killed more and I suffered more and uh, uh, dude uh, what, as, as, Glenn, uh, as as Neil Tyson said
2: dude. Yeah. <laughs> You know that I, I won't do that thing where you uh, find out about your ancestry because I'm afraid that they're going to clone me when I send my DNA. That's the only reason why I haven't found out. I mean,
0: you are quite the celebrity, Chico. You know, we had to watch it at this point. Absolutely. If you ever
2: start acting crazy, I'm just going to I know, Chico. Right. I how mean, do, actually, how would I tell, though?
1: I was going to say, but Chico, how do you know you're not already a clone? <laughs> yeah.
2: that's, I mean, that in itself is, I mean, that's that's the ultimate science fiction right there. There you go. No, it's when true. When you see
1: yourself on the street, one has right. to go
2: right no it's true (laughs) there can be only one and there's only one Fan
0: Bros show but we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be right back it's your boy Marcus Prime and when I'm not trying to come up with dope nicknames for myself I am tuned into Fan Bros it's lit shout out to black nerds
2: everywhere shout out to nerds in in general we out here Uh, welcome back, fam bros. Uh, we are really excited to welcome April Rain, also known as Rain of April, the creator of the Oscar So White hashtag, who has uh, been in the news lately and uh, talking about something that a lot of people have been talking about lately. Um, so, So welcome to the spaceship, April.
1: Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So one of the things that I wanted to share Uh, with the listeners about you is that you prompt lots of discussions when it comes to diversity. You prompt discussion when it comes to women in color in many different fields, whether it's the entertainment field, um, whether it's in politics, like you are one of the main voices that serve the full breadth of what I would think it should be what people are listening to on Twitter and beyond. So can you tell the listeners just a little bit more about yourself? Because like I said, yes, you are creative, Oscar School white hashtag and a lot of different movements. But I want people to know just more about you, and then more about how you know you're. To me, you're like one of the biggest reflections of of what the media should be listening to today.
0: <laughs>
1: Those words uh, sort of blow
3: me away. Very really? quite auspicious, and um, not at all. You know, I, I, I just be tweeting like I. <laughs> if, <laughs> I you know, I don't. Um, I am a. 45 year old mother of two, Mm. wife for over 20 years. I'm a former attorney, um, practiced for over 20 years and um, not until I was in my 40s did I find my passion, which is editing. And so now I'm very proud to be the managing editor of Broadway Black and the editor at large of New Tribe Magazine. Um, But I don't it it's a it's sometimes a problem because i really don't this, this is going to sound bad but i really don't um, come into Twitter with an agenda. Mm. I'm just really, whatever we're talking about, you know, then I'm just going to jump in there and give my perspective. And I think because I'm older, um, you know, and because I've been married a long time, because I'm a parent, um, I may have perspective that a different perspective than a lot of people on Twitter, just because I've already been where a lot of people are or what have you, because a lot of people on Twitter are like half my age, Um, you know, and, and so I appreciate being Auntie April and, um, providing whatever insight I can, but I, I don't, um, you know, I, I just, I just give my life experiences and try to be as honest, uh, and open as I can. And if somebody Mm -hmm. can take something from that, then, um, you know, all the better.
1: Right. So you know, you're being honest and open on Twitter. Like you said, it's just, you're just tweeting. But, you know, like, this is moving beyond Twitter. This has moved beyond Twitter um, into the the real life space, if you will. A lot of people want to say Twitter's not real life. It, yeah, it is. But <laughs> now you're on things like you're on, you're on, um, you know, cable news. You're on, you know, radio, cable, oh, excuse me, internet radio. You're on, you're on, you know, mainstream radio. Like, you are, and I understand you said it's not, you don't have an agenda. But I'm just saying, like, you're pushing out such great information and an ideal and I that I think that a lot of people agree with. So how has that jump been from going from tweets to, you know, being on TV and speaking your truth? It's
3: surreal, really, um, you know, and, and I've had an opportunity to do a little bit of it before. Um, but when Oscar Still White took off this year, mm-hmm. um, there was such a significant um increase in the amount of attention that it received so you know i'm i really I I get uncomfortable talking about myself, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but there was a lot going on. There were a lot of interviews all of the time. And, you know, and I tried to say yes to every single person because I thought the, the topic was important. um, And, you know, it it was my goal just to get the conversation out there in as many different media that I could. Um, But, you know, and then I come, you know, and then I had to go pick up my son from track practice, you know, you know, or, you know, my, A husband wants to know if I took the ground beef out so he can make spaghetti or something. So, you know, at home, I'm just mom slash wife uh, and nobody really cares what I do. And and that's, uh, you know, with respect to Oscar so white or anything else, um, And that's good because it keeps me grounded and, you know, the, the people who are, you know, running up and down the street, telling them how, telling people how awesome I am are my parents who are fantastic. And, you know, my mother's Mm -hmm. Googling, you know, every single thing she can find with my name in it. But otherwise, you know, um, this wasn't just about me. Um, you know, it was a, it was a movement that really had to, uh, experience, had to be experienced by everyone, um, you know know, all over the world. And, uh, I, I've tried, uh, I'm not, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I can process, uh, how big this has gotten and the types of changes that were made and the fact that, you know, I had, I had a hand in it. I just keep moving forward and don't think about the fact that, you know, Ireland is calling or, you know, a car is coming to get me at 2am so that I can be on live in New Zealand, you know, <laughs> because I, if I really get into that, it, it, it'll probably freak me out. So I just try to
2: not at all. Well, it's it's definitely been part of the national conversation for, you know, it, it, just this year at least in in the last week or two, I think it's been one one of the major major topics and and, and I caught um I, call, I don't know if I saw it on the internet or, or actually on, on real TV. I saw an interview where you were actually, you were talking about all, all the marginalized voices. And I think you used as an example, you know, that Eddie Redmayne got nominated for, um, you know, what, what is it? The, 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 the Danish, Danish girl. girl. And why couldn't, you know, why couldn't a real trans, uh, actor or actress rather, you know, play that role. And it's interesting because didn't, um, the, uh, the, the actor who plays the main character on Transparent also, uh, Jeff
3: Tambor. Yes,
2: exactly. Won just won an award. And you could say a very similar thing there. Um, and, and so it, it, it's clearly something that, that I think is affecting a lot. A lot of people, um, are, are being shut out of, um, you know, of, 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 recognition or even getting an opportunity.
3: Right. And, and um, you know, I, I've made my examples intentional because I this was never supposed to be uh, a binary black white right. thing. Right. You know, you need to put more black people in the film. I mean, you do, but you also need to put more people from the LGBT community, more disabled people or differently abled people, more transgender people, you know. And so, for example, um, I used the Eddie Redmayne example. I also used the example of the movie Carol um, starring I uh, Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara and they are involved in an intimate relationship but neither one of those women are lesbians and how much more engaging might that movie have been if you know an actual lesbian actress was able to pull from her own experience mm-hmm. uh, and play that role and, and you know and so regardless you know whatever social structure you want to talk about you know race or gender or sexual orientation there are examples out there you know The Martian with Matt Damon great film you know, did Jamie Foxx interview or audition for that? Or, you know, was, uh, you know, Andy Garcia or anybody else asked to play that role? Because, you know, you're an astronaut and you're going into space. You don't necessarily have to be a straight white man to do that. And in fact, we have seen that in Star Wars, which is just it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it's so wonderful because, you know, it shows that. A billion dollars, $1 billion gross worldwide, and it has a woman lead and a black man lead. And that's important because it says if the story is good, if the quality of the movie is good, then people will fill the seats regardless of who the lead is. The lead doesn't have to be a straight white man to make the money um, that Star Wars has or any other movie. And so I think that's that's very important. and And it came out at a great time for this particular discussion.
0: All right, I know that uh, you said that I was reading one of your interviews and you said that the first time you tweeted out Ostra So White, you said, uh, I think it was Ostra So White. They asked to touch my hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is genius in itself. But I'm like I'm guessing right then you weren't thinking that this was going to go to, you know, everywhere where you're now, you know, even on the fanbro spaceship being interviewed.
3: Right. Let's look, look
0: I- us <laughs> I mean, you know, out of all the things you've done, this yeah. has to be top five.
3: Right, and um, no, no question.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, so- <laughs> yeah, right. No, I
3: didn't. Like, I was, I was being funny and I was venting. I mean, I was literally sitting on my couch in the family room. And I was like, okay, look at this. You know, here we are. Um, and so that's what I tweeted. And so the first. Um, the, that first couple of days, they were humorous. You know, it was like, Oscar, so white, you know, you can't trust their potato salad. Or Oscar, right. so white, they're <laughs> wearing Birkenstocks in the snow. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, wow. and that's where it went um, for a long time. And it trended as a joke. And then, the conversation started to turn. And so I flowed with it and just, you know, very organically said, okay, it's funny, but, you know, let's talk about the underlying issue. So no, there was no way I would know. And then, you know, and then it died down. And then a couple of days before the Oscars were announced this year in 2016, um, you know, people were coming to me and said, you know, looks like it's going to be Oscar So White 2.0. And, right. I, you know, and, and based on the predictions of who's going to be nominated, it does not look good. And then uh, so I was watching once again, uh, and, and it, I think even worse this year than it was last year. Um, and so, you know, I get asked a lot, uh, why do I think the – the um, why th- there was so much fervor this year as opposed to last year and I don't know the answer you know I'm definitely not going to try and get into the mind of the media. The only thing I can think is, Like last year was maybe people said okay it's one year it's a joke it's a fluke what have you two years it starts to become a pattern Uh, you know which which
1: is hilarious because this this pattern's been going on for how many years how many decades now exactly exactly (laughs) you know and and so and
3: I get a lot of that critique oh well you didn't you know this is just a problem why are you just starting this now it's like yeah you know know, like I was just on my couch you know anybody and and that's I think that's the other part you know to discuss um, hashtag active and all the rest of that stuff, um, you know, I am just one person who was fed up with not being able to take her children to see movies that starred people that look like them. Um, you know, so it, it, because I had already gone through it, you know, I had gone through, you know, watching Friends on TV, uh, the the show, and, you know, they got a monkey as a co star before they got a black. Right.
1: You know, before I- <laughs> For Aisha, yeah.
3: Right to become Dave David Schwimmer's girlfriend, you know, ah. kind of funky, you know. So how does that work? So I I had already gone through all of that, um, you know. But I think about my kids and and how they should have representation on the screen and be able to aspire higher, you know, and, and much much higher than me. So you know, I think it's fantastic that the very first president that my my children actually know is a black man, but you know, if they're paying their 10 or $12, you know, they should all, also be able to relate to the stories on the big screen. Right. And so um, that was a lot of motivation for me to say, okay, you know, you've got something here. Let's see how far we can take it. And who knew that it would go as far? As, I did not, that it would go as far as it has. And still, like I got Someone uh, tweeted me today that uh, German actors and actresses of color are now speaking out about diversity in German films, like, you know, and they're using the hashtag. That's crazy. Idris
2: Elba also, I think, since, since the Oscar So White uh, hashtag became prominent, he definitely was talking about the real... Um, just dearth of roles uh, available for black actors in Britain. So He
3: said that's... I saw that and he said that's why he came here, why he came to America. And, you know, and and he made the same point that that Viola Davis did so elegantly uh, and, and the point that I'm trying to make. There is no shortage of talent there's a shortage of opportunity and so how do we ensure that talented film creatives get their shot absolutely
1: so you know something that you said a comment that you said that that pisses me off to no end when people say um why are you just now talking about it first of all (laughs) first of all right why haven't you been And let me retweet you. Yeah,
3: I get that a lot. You know, and, and it's it's now the the memes and the memes and the criticisms uh, that I'm getting are very obvious. You know, the oh well, you know, how how bad can it be when you've got the BET awards and BET awards
1: so black and you know, and what if the I mean, like, How old was that? Is that argument seriously? Like how how I don't know. Washed and tired is that because and false and, and false. false. I mean. Because, because, you know, Sam Smith won
3: Best New Artist last year. Eminem has won. I mean, Justin Timberlake has been nominated for a BET award eight times in, you know, it's in the last 15 years. Nice. And in the entire 80 years of the Oscars, black women, all of them have been nominated only 10 times and only one, one error for black actress. That's specifically for black actress. Let me be clear before somebody says, oh, but what about supporting? No, for black actress 10 nominations in 80 years, just one win for Holly Berry in Monsters Ball. So, you know, and we can, we can go through all of them, um, you know, but I can't focus on the negativity because there is work that needs to be done. You know, I think the, the Academy, made some very important changes. Um, I think it's a great first step, but there's more that needs to be done. And the pressure really needs to be on Hollywood. And we saw recently Paris Barclay, who is fantastic and who I've been following forever, like offline, um, you know, is now the president of the Directors Guild of America. And he said there needs to be more diversity. So the fact that you have, you know, heads of different organizations that are that are fully entrenched in the film industry saying okay you know we're going to make this a thing now you know we're we're really going to push i i think that's a great sign so we'll we'll see what happens
0: that's uh like one of my things that i want to ask you is like how do you make people understand that this is bigger than just will smith you know having to get an Oscar finally like
1: Oh, oh, I love when they use that as, why are you rooting for Leo? What about, like, to me, that's like saying, what about black and black crime? It's just like, why are you derailing the main conversation?
0: But but even beyond that, like, how do you convince people that, you know, with all the other forms of racism, insanity that goes on in the world, how do you make people understand that this, you know, like you said, it actually means something more than just winning an award because it's something where you can see your kids going to see, you know, these films and seeing themselves in it. <laughs>
3: You know, one tweet at a time, I, you know, one interview at a time, Um, you know, and, and it's very obvious to me when someone has, it comes into my mentions on Twitter to argue a specific point and they clearly haven't read anything that I've said or written or, you know, been talked about, Um, you know, and so just slowly but surely hammering at home. I mean, I, you know, I've been saying the same thing for over a year now, but, Definitely within the last you know two weeks and I feel redundant. it's like if you haven't heard me say you know that it is bigger than just one actor or it's bigger than just race, then you just clearly haven't been paying attention because I'm sick of hearing myself say it. Um, but you know and I'm not going to change everyone's mind and I know that and there are some people who are so fully entrenched in there, um, bias or prejudice or mm-hmm. ignorance that it, it's not even worth it you know but there are people that have said to me you know what I'm not going to watch the Oscars this year or I get what you're saying now and you're right you know there, there's no reason why we can't have more diversity more marginalized communities and and that's what makes the difference you know the the support far outweighs the negativity and I just let that roll off my back and keep moving forward right.
1: so now that you have I know you so you, it's kind of hard for you to talk about yourself. But now that in, a, in essence, you have the spotlight, you have the eyes of a lot of media. What do you want? What is your next? Like, what are your if you can share? What are your, some of your next goals or major points or pain points that you want to start addressing, considering now that you have, um, I would say you kind of have like that megaphone now. So what do you what do you what is you, you, on your mind? But right am now? I before
3: I drop the mic. Yeah. Give it, and give it to someone else. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm still formulating that. Um, uh, and I'm working with, um, some people to, to figure out, uh, how best to, um, use the platform that I have now to make change. I mean, I'm not a film in you know, I am a moviegoer, just like millions of other people. I don't have a BA or BA or you know, an MFA in film. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't have any special anything, uh, with respect to this issue. So, um, you know, the pressure still needs to be on Hollywood. I mean, I would love to have the opportunity to have some of uh, to have some conversations with, you know, studio heads or organizations in general, because I don't think this is clearly not just an entertainment or a film specific issue. You know, if you remember um, last year, Starbucks tried that thing with Race Together where the barista. The, the barista yeah, it, we talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> You know, have this deep conversation, you know, and one of the things that I tweeted was, uh, you know, I don't have time to, you know, I don't know what Starbucks was thinking. I don't have yeah. time to explain 400 years of oppression to you and still make my train. You know, yeah, it,
1: that was a big tweet. I remember that. It, it was, you know,
3: and Larry Wilmore picked it up and a couple of other, you know, GMA or a couple of other whatevers. Um, so, you know, every now and then you just never know when something is going to go viral. I think you just have to be prepared to sort of take up the mantle and run with it. Um, So, you know, the Oscar, the Academy has done a good job um, recently. And I think, you know, I want to give props to Academy President Cheryl Boone Isaacs, who, you know, spearheaded this issue. And I know it was difficult because she is one woman. You know, I sort of call it the Obama effect, right? So Mm -hmm. you've got this black person as the head um, but to actually get anything done, you have to fight against, mm-hmm. you know, this this status, this organization of people, mainly all white men, um, you know, maybe older white men who, um, you know, have no impetus to change the status quo. So for President Obama, it's Congress. For, you know, Academy President Boone Isaacs, it is the Academy. Um, you know, I was very heartened to see that the, uh, the vote f- by the Board of Governors to make these sweeping changes. Changes was unanimous because that sort of means to me that they get it and you know they are going to make it a priority. Um, you know, but let's keep moving forward. I mean, you know, I'm I'm here to consult. You know, and if we want to discuss. Um, diversity and inclusion and how best to make that better on a corporate level or in a studio level, Um, you know, give me a call and and we can have that conversation. Um, You know, so there'll be a couple of things from me coming out soon. We're still going to do the uh, counter programming for Oscars night because Although significant changes have been made, the 2016 nominees still don't represent me. Um, And so, you know, we're going to keep moving forward and put that pressure on. Yeah. And then, you know, and see how we can better sustain the overlying issue throughout the year.
0: Okay, that is a question. So you are and I've been seeing a lot of different things. People are, you know, programming their own things to watch that night. But if everyone boycotts and, you know, the ratings go down and Chris Roth doesn't get invited back, does that help as well? Like, you know, are we, like we use that a uh, scapegoat. We just Chris Rock just don't have to fall by the wayside.
1: But well, <laughs> Chris Rock ain't hurting. Right. Yeah.
0: You and know,
3: Isn't Reggie like,
2: Hudlin producing it?
3: He, he is. He is. Right. Um, you know, and so wow. we can have that conversation about. You know, why people were chosen on particular, you know, and, and there is talk that the Oscars are once again, as they did last year, scrambled at the last minute to get more people of color, especially black actors and actresses to be presenters. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really worried about Rock. You know, I think yeah. that he knew what the deal was when he signed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I I kind of feel in the back of my mind that it was kind of intentional, like he knew, uh, you know, that he would be able to stay things that nobody else could say. And so I'm happy, you know, who else could say what we need to be said on that stage, but rock, Uh, you know, and and I won't be watching, but, you know, and I hope to be (laughs) able to catch it on YouTube, maybe an hour after it's on. Uh, But, but I, you know, I, I fully support him. I think he's brilliant. Um, You know, but, but I think that, every time the Oscars uh, lose ratings, they blame the host. So, you know, I can't say that it's going to be, you know, a black thing or anything else this year. You know, Neil Patrick Harris hosted, um, you know, maybe more than once. I can't remember now, you know, but every time the ratings go down, they blame the host, even though, whoever writes those little bits that the actors and actresses do really should be flogged because, I mean, they're the <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I Somebody
0: uh, should be flogged for the, um, we are, we all get gold. What is that? That little campaign? Oh,
1: yeah. So a listener tweeted that to Ben I Amin, mean, and it was basically like pictures of I like the like four I've seen commercial of it now. The four black people who've won an Oscar, which is, was like Lupita, um, Common. Common like,
0: for a song.
1: But, but the point was they, they did this, this graphic, and Ben I mean was like, well, who did that?
0: There, there's <laughs> a commercial. Uh,
1: and when he realized that he said that's bullshit. Because I mean, and that's what I was mentioning about uh, Chris Rock, about like that whole thing about using him as scapegoat. Like he, I mean, he knew what he was getting into. And th- I mean, this is not news. And and one thing that um it was actually part of like um when um not on Viv, but Janet Hubert, when she had her her rebuttal, one of the things that she said was actually a good point. She was just like, well, this stuff that you're saying to these new and upcoming actors, you're kind of putting them in a bad position. I was just like, Hmm, interesting. But at the same time, you do have this big, I mean, this large voice, this crowd, that's this growing swell that is saying, you know, well, what's going on right now? It's wrong. And like the, 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 the impetus of change is here and it's coming and it's, and it's larger than what the status quo is. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like at this point people have to stop just being like, well, this is the way it is. People are kind of just stuck, just stuck in a I don't I don't know what it is that needs to move people, but people just seem so stuck in their ways. Yeah, and set. And
3: I'm not. Um, I, you know, boycott was a word that was sort of thrust into the conversation. She didn't
1: say that. Jada never said that. No, and and I didn't
3: say that either. So, you know, what I said is we're engaging in counter-programming. So just as we did last year, um, you know, we live-tweeted Coming to America, and I chose that movie very purposefully um, because it is um, a movie with majority black actors, but it resonates with everyone. So I don't care what your race is, your sexual orientation, your age, everybody has a quotable from Coming to America. And that's the point, that if it's a good film, people will flock to see it. And so we'll be doing something similar this year, um, but on a bigger scale. And uh, I'll be announcing that soon. But I, I don't—I just don't think. Um you know, I, I I did not call for actors and actresses to stay home because I'm not trying to put my hand in anybody's pocket. Right. And I know how the system works. You know, if you say, you know, and you'll notice who is speaking out and who is not and who is busy in Hollywood right now and, and who's, who's not. not. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so if you so, um, you know, I would never say don't go. Uh, Because you don't want to get blacklisted, you know, and and unfortunately that's real, you know, and so what, so what would be the point of doing this hashtag and making this movement, but then X and Y, you know, Latina actor, actress, or a Hispanic actor or what have you can't get work because they spoke out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so when I say don't watch, I'm really talking about the 320 million people, you know, American moviegoers, as opposed to, you know, the actors and actresses that still, you know, are struggling to make their way uh, in the film industry because you know, for better or for worse, and we can have that debate about whether the Oscars should be the pinnacle, but they're still considered the pinnacle, Uh, you know, and, and so, you know, you don't want to, you know, I think it's better to have the Academy president speak out and say this is what we need to do than to have, you know, a young actress of color or, you know, a marginalized actor, um, you know, put themselves out there like that. If they want to, absolutely, completely support it. But it shouldn't just be people of color. Once again, like where are the, the we need to see more non people of color.
2: Well, t- today or yesterday, I think the the guy who plays Gandalf and Magneto, yeah, um, McKellen. yeah, Ian McKellen Sorry, came I'm out and him. was like basically he listed all these straight guys who've gotten Oscars for playing for gay, gay men. men, and he's like, I always, I'm often playing a straight <laughs> guy, and you know, and he's been nominated <laughs> twice, and in the first line of his speech was, "I'm very honored to be the first openly gay actor to be, you know, to win the Oscar," and he's like, both times I had to keep the speech in my pocket. <laughs> so he he at least is speaking out, um
3: and he's brilliant, and he's yeah. He's- I mean, not just, you know, not just Magneto and, and Gandalf, but oh, yeah. God, gods and monsters. I mean, he's just such a brilliant actor. Like any, there, there are a couple of actors uh, and actresses that if you're in it, I'm just going to go see it. I don't care what it is because I think, you know, your performance is just going to be so moving. Alan Rickman, may he rest in peace, was one of those, uh-huh. you know, and I know him from back in like the diehard days, yes. way before, you know, Harry Potter and all Hans that.
2: Gruber, Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and you know, and and so um, Ian Sir Ian, Ian McKellen is another one of those. Michael Caine spoke out recently. That was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think you know, it's like well. You would like to think that a person who is married to a woman, a woman of, of color, color right, would have a bit more sensitivity. But to say, hey, black people, wait your turn. It's only been 80 years and I just got mine. So it might be a while before you get yours. is I think it was just really tone deaf, um, unfortunately. And I like him, too. So, you know, you take it for what it is.
2: I mean, that, that's actually almost even worse than a lot of the responses that I've heard because I think one of the problems is that a lot of people are not looking at it um, as, as the systemic issue that it is. I did talk to a producer who's out in Hollywood last week and he had perfectly legitimate reasons like it, w- this is why Michael B. Jordan didn't get nominated. You know, he's very young. He's up and coming. They don't nominate young young and up and coming. He's like, bullshit. you know... Bullshit. Jennifer
1: no. Lawrence, like bullshit. No, you know, I'm saying, no, but what I'm, what I'm it's saying it's is it's he had business business. specific arguments. Arguments
2: for each, each like why, but he he wasn't didn't really see the overall picture. He didn't see the lack of roles. He didn't see like you said that like yeah sure the Martian could have been you know Don Cheadle it could have been um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah anybody you know and so. I, I do think there there is that. I mean, the reality is is I I think I'm the only person in in this room right here who saw Beasts of No Nation. Maybe I'm wrong. I saw about, it. Oh, I saw it this it? weekend. Yes. Okay, but my point is the the nominations were a month ago. Like nobody saw that, you know, and so there was no chance that Idris Elba was going to get nominated. But uh, that's that's untrue. because untrue. The, the
0: majority of films that are released for Oscars are released in the season right before the nominations I mean, just they so they can be, make it they have and to, most be people, to be yeah, to qualify and, and, for most, the award. and most people don't see him how many people saw joy oh i don't know there I, we did, go. I didn't see joy yeah there we go all right
3: but but i mean and, and to that point i mean american sniper last year was but well i mean it didn't come out <laughs> like december um you know and it's still and and so that's that's another point did that, that
2: get nominated last year
3: American Sniper? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, my God. Film, yeah. yes. Nominated
3: and, and once. Really? Yeah, that's ridiculous. my gangbus Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and this is the point with that. The studios have to support the film from beginning to end. So you can't just say, you know, we made a film with black actors and actresses, so we're good. You know, for, because for example, specifically with American Sniper, last year, the studio for Selma did not send out the screeners to mm-hmm. the Academy members so that they could see the film. Coupled with the backlash about LBJ not being this cuddly, you mm-hmm. know, emancipator that they wanted him to be, um, was problematic for Selma. Meanwhile, American sniper which came out after uh, Selma and had issues of its own with respect to veracity and and you know mm-hmm. just some of the the overall issues of the film but <laughs> that cat that studio, supported that film, made sure those screeners were out. And so, you know, if you've got, you know, as of last year, older white men sitting at home expecting to get something in their mail and they're not going to, and they're hearing this about LBJ, but they've got a nice shoot 'em up bang bang movie, you know, by somebody that they know with, you know, predominantly white cast. And we know that very often um, or at least, you know, too often the Academy members don't have to watch the film before they vote. There's no requirement. I
1: I didn't know that. I saw you tweet that uh, recently and I was just like, whoa. Well, I mean, no, not that, yeah. there's no way to prove like my even if they did or didn't. There's no way to really prove that. Like you can someone say, did you watch it? You'd be like, yeah, I watched it. No people, no, people they, no, vote they vote called them and them. they they'll no, say, I, no, no, they will even I,
0: tell you I didn't see the movie.
1: And then they they accept your vote. Right. Yeah, no, that's, they, no, wow. yeah, it's the, yeah. It's, I didn't, uh, well, I didn't know. Well, the point is, I didn't know that until you said that, April. And that's one of the things that I actually. I asked into the ether and maybe I should do my own damn research, but is there a way to, for the general public to learn the actual voting rules and understand how it works? Like, where do we go?
3: You go to Oscars.org. I mean, they're, they're there, Um, you know, and, and I've done some research. uh, And so there, there are two votes. The first vote, you have to vote within your category. So only the directors can vote for directors and only screenwriters can vote for screenwriters. And that's better than Grammys. (laughs) And, you know, and it's based on, um, you know, there's sort of like a, a point system and it has to be, you know, it has to be so many minutes long and it has to be out by this date. And, you know, there are a couple of other criteria. Uh, and, and so that's how you get the nominees. And then everybody, once you have the nominees and they're announced, you know, on Good Morning America or whatever, um, then you have the five typically, unless we're talking best picture, the five in each category. And then everybody, regardless of how you got into the Academy gets to vote for those, um, you know, but again, there's there's no requirement at any point that you actually watch the film. Um, you know, so I'd like to have some conversations about how to make that better. Uh, you know, so I, and I am, you know, and I have some thoughts on that. But, you know, so if it's if, if the critique is, well, you know, you shouldn't just bring black people or people of color in. You know, it should be based on merit. Well, yes. I absolutely agree it should be based on merit. But if you know that people are not watching the films before they vote, on what are they basing it? Because it can't be merit because you haven't seen it.
2: It is a popularity contest. It is political. Like this merit thing I think is just some – like I, I don't, I don't the think drill. that I don't. Well, think marito- that the, best pe- the idea
1: of meritocracy—is is very much a joke when you are trying to overlay that on on systems. First of all, that are inherently built against several different members right. of society. No, so, absolutely. I absolutely. mean, I so agree. no matter what you say about merit, I mean, not you personally, you yeah, yeah, no, 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 no matter know. what you say about meritocracy, my thing, my thing is that it'll never work that way.
2: By the way, I just want to point out, I wasn't defending that Michael. No, B. we did. know, we know. I know, was know, just saying <laughs> this guy's points. Like from his thing, he was just listing it like. He was just looking at his like 2016 in a vacuum, not looking at everything else. But see, that's that's the greater problem. That's what I was trying to explain to him, actually. But see, that's also
1: the greater problem when it comes to the academy, when it comes to just all of this stuff racism in general. Racism. But yes, and people looking at things in a vacuum. I mean, with so many different things. April, I know you said that you're not watching. You're not playing on watching. I'm not playing on watching. That's just, and not because of this. It's, I literally just don't watch it. I know Chico Leo yeah. said he hadn't watched it in damn near 15 years. Some, since, some absurd since Crash, number.
2: Since Crash. won over, yeah. you Right.
1: Know? I, is there any, like, is do you still have personal views of, like, any certain actor or something that you do want to win an award or you, you're really happy they win or you're just like, you really don't give a damn?
3: You mean of the nominees? For yeah. This? I, 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 I can't do that because... Yeah. You know, because I've been asked, oh, well, who should be nominated or what have you? And if I do that, then by definition, I'm saying, well, then somebody else. Well, well, not who
1: should be nominated, but based on the people who are nominated, is there anybody you're actually even interested in winning or or are you just simply like, you know, you you wash your hands of it all together?
3: Yeah, you know, I wish Chris Rock all the best. Um, You know, I would like to see, uh, you know, and that's it you know, that, and that would, that would have been the only reason really that I would have tuned in anyway. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it, this, this year was a wash for me. I'm hoping that it'll be stronger. You know, the news, uh, that just came out this afternoon about, uh, uh, birth of a nation, uh, having the highest contract ever. Uh, Mm. Right. So I'm hoping that that means that, you know, but then I'm having this argument with, Um, uh, a writer at Forbes who says, oh, well, you know, it's benefiting, Birth of a Nation is benefiting from Oscar So White. Nah, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, you know, that is sort of the antithesis of what we're doing. I do not want every... Filmmaker, every film creator to now say, Oh, well, am I just getting this because, you know, that chick, you know, said it, made a lot of noise with Oscar, so right. why, why I really deserve it? You really deserve it, you know, uh, Nate Parker, because you're brilliant and the film is brilliant and you've got good people in there with you and everybody's loving that mm-hmm. film. And had that film come out, you know, 10 years ago or 10 years from now when nobody knew who I was, um, you know, it would still, it should still be uh, a Appreciate it again for its merit and not because of anything else and definitely not because of Oscar so white
1: yeah and that mind to me that mind frame is very dangerous of the whole oh are you getting this because the hashtag Oscar so white that's the same argument of the whole affirmative action thing oh you only got into this school because they needed to meet the quota and I'm just like y'all gotta stop like when does the wheel of bullshit stop and you know, I hope <laughs> I hope this is the real, real beginning of the year. We have seen some change happen, as you said, with the, the the voting protocols or the voters, how long they could actually be a voter. I hope the next time there's something that mandates that they actually see the movie. I don't know how. Maybe they need to all sit in a room together and do it. But I just hope there's some real change. I
3: mean, I think that you could, you know, you could even have them sign affidavits, you know, and, uh, and, yeah. and have them notarized. Now, could you lie? You absolutely, absolutely. could. But, you know, I, I think that, that that would be one way to hold people accountable. You know, if I'm not necessarily saying you have to gather, you know, you, because you think if it's 6,000 6, members, over 6,000 now, how are you going to get them all in a room? You know, or right. how, you, how are you going to figure out the logistics work? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I but I think that might be an idea um, just to make people think twice, um, you know, when they're voting, because, you know, even if you don't watch. Um, and the, for the first vote, just asking you to watch five, like you can do that in a week. So why couldn't you watch the best, you know, if you, if all you want to do is vote for best picture or best actress or whatever, why couldn't you watch just those movies in that category to vote? Um, so I, you know, I think that more can be done. I think there are um, opportunities to make it to make the uh, structural changes that the Academy is implementing um, even stronger, um, you know, but we'll see how it goes
0: all right well thank you so much thank you for joining us here today april before you get out of here please let the internets know where they can find you at and you know everything you're up to these days
3: thank you um, I appreciate you all having me on so much and, and this was a lively conversation and much better than some of the things I've been doing recently so <laughs> oh I, girl we know <laughs> um, so I am Reign of April R-E-I-G-N of April everywhere so my website is rainofapril.com and on um, Instagram and Facebook and definitely on Twitter which is where I spend most of my time I'm Rain of April as well um, so you know and so just uh, well, all I will say is stay tuned because the next big thing for me is is discussion about the counter programming that we'll have on Oscar's night.
1: Oh, can you uh, also just give info on that counter programming?
0: Nope. Oh, <laughs> it's a secret
1: we
3: i'm I'm announcing it uh i haven't announced it yet but it'll be on you know i'll pin it to my whatever to my twitter page Uh, but there there are going to be a couple of things i'm going to be working with um you know this week in blackness with elon james and Mm -hmm. there's going to be a thing there um but we're we're also going to be doing something throughout the telecast just the oscars telecast just as we did last year
0: nice very nice all right well thank you for joining us and we're going to take a quick break right here, Fanbros, and we'll be right back with more Fanbros Show.
2: Yes, yes, you're rocking with the best. This is the one and only Megatron Don. And when I am not out pushing the Tesla, when I am not out buying Asian stocks at 11 o'clock at night, when I am not out doing things that you can't do that I can't tell you about because I would have to kill you if I did, I am listening to Fanbros. You know what it is, all right? What?
0: And welcome back to this extra special episode of the Fan Bros Show. As all of them are extra special, awesome, amazing, incredible, wondrous, momentous, gargantuan, and all that good stuff.
1: All right. Yeah. You better get those with those $12 words. Get you know my I mean. SAT
0: word on. And it's now time for, you know, one of my favorite segments. The guac is extra. Equally asked questions. And this week we have
1: a question from Twitter friend Indie Idealist who asks So, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, everyone's seen the new Star Wars, right? You've seen the relationship between Poe, Ray, and Finn. And everyone, Indie Idealist has been asking, you know, do you think Disney would allow the exploration of a Poe Finn romance?
0: We also had people uh, asking us, you know, to add on to this question. You know, why were people fixated on the Poe Finn romance and ignoring the Ray Finn romance? Can I go? I mean, yeah, but you know, two parter, I guess. Two parter, okay.
1: You know, um,
0: with Disney, I'll answer
1: it. it in reverse. I'll answer the second okay. question first. I think people ignored the Finn, and people, and I include myself in that group, ignored the Poe. Uh, yeah, the Poe. Wait, no, the excuse Ray. Excuse the Finn. Ray. Um, Finn, I keep calling 2187, 2187. I think people keep <laughs> ignoring the Finn or or I don't even think people are ignoring, but I guess not pay as much attention to the Finn and Ray thing is because it's obvious. Like they were obviously supposed to be put together to potentially be a couple. It is a typical or or I don't I don't know depending on where you come from, but it's a typical heterosexual um, uh, you know thing and it's it's not a surprise. However and and you know they're cool they clearly like each other they got something going on there's good chemistry that's great However, I felt excited about Poe and Finn as a potential romance because I haven't seen that done in a in a movie of this scale number one uh, and, and like I said I, I don't I'm not going in order of importance I'm just saying number one number two I feel I felt a connection even stronger between those two dudes than I did with uh, him and Ray. I just felt like at any moment, like when they were like looking at each other and I, I felt the love. (laughs) I I I was just, honestly, I was sitting there like and kiss. Like I just, I really just wanted it to happen for them in that way because something about their auras and their energies drew me in to say, you know what? These two men love each other. Like this was beyond bromance if you will like I want want to see that that's me I know when it comes to the general public possibly because they just want to see that actually play out they want to see a regular ass relationship that happens every day between two men they just happen to be in Star Wars
0: so basically, you had that same feeling that you get when you see Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall on, on screen child,
1: together. Child, child, no. Or uh, Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone mm-hmm. and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Like, mm-hmm. no, I. No. Felt- <laughs> <laughs> I hate your trolling, man. No, I, I, I personally, like I said, I personally felt the friendship, but then I, fe- I, it was just so strong on screen, like it jumped at me, and it, it is something that. I wanted to see actually play out and I would like to see now as far as the this first question of would Disney allow that maybe and I say this why because um, I for Disney like on TV they do have shows on Disney family or whatever it is where they have like um,
0: I mean, Jessica Jones is yeah, yeah, th-
1: yeah. Jessica Jones, whatever.
0: It's Disney. At this yeah, point. Jessica Jones yeah. is,
1: but no, but but in terms of um of of having two women in a relationship together, two men in a relationship together, like they have stuff like that that they've done that they produce that has been out on their regular TV um stations and things like that, and they've they've explored the idea. Are they going to do it for a Star Wars thing? I just feel like why not? Why well, are they going to do it?
2: I think that's a push.
1: I I think, I think it's a push only because that's just not the way it's written to be.
2: Yeah. I think that, you know, like the things have happened so quickly politically like the marriage equality and stuff like that that um it is possible. I I also would love to see it. Um and I think it would be interesting if they kept Ray single and and it's like she doesn't need a man or a woman. She doesn't need another person to to validate her hero-ness. And so in That'd terms good, of why they, yeah. why why yeah. you know in terms of Finn and Poe, I mean Finn and Ray, um, I, I think it would be very cool if they kept Ray single and then did pursue the Finn Poe relationship. I think that it's possible in a way that just a few years ago I would have thought it was totally, totally out of bounds and not possible. Is definitely something I would love to see. I think the actors would love to play it. I think that there's a lot of people out there who would really love to see it. Um It would be great. There's also levels. I mean, they might play it like wink, wink at the audience who gets certain little, you know, like, you know, a hand here and, you know, sort of a chase type thing where, um, you know, they are playing it that way, but they never overtly tell you. But I think it's a great question. And I do think it it would be it would be a groundbreaking thing in Star Wars. I don't think we've seen any queer characters in Star Wars. What
1: about Ray? Oh, well, what about Ray Kylo?
2: Mm. not if they're brother and sister yeah let's, uh, is
1: that the is that the story now there's, no I don't know there's I mean,
2: a million there, there, theories. there's a million no, I'm different, saying, different oh, stories well, Fuck what the theory.
1: I want to know the official story I like. mean I want
0: Kylo to be redeemed you know and not be completely evil well th- so, th- that
1: being said hypothetically I mean, speaking Kylo Ray? question
0: I, I'd rather see Ray all by herself like, <laughs> like, like Chico said she's a strong woman who don't need nobody
1: now what about people who are gonna argue with y'all and say well what she means she can't have love too
0: no, she can have love, just you know, not in these films. Like you know, she can go kick ass for the next three movies, and then you know, at the you know, at the end of it, she can meet somebody, slow it down, retire. You know, they can raise the kids because raise two kick ass, to even do that. You know, she gives birth, and then you know, yeah. let the man raise them. I mean, or, or a, not give birth. You know, is yeah. there a subtext that R two D two and, and C three P O are a couple? I mean, that's always been yes, yeah, like know, Ernie and yeah, Burt. Yeah, 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 like Ernie and Bert. You know, yeah. So.
1: Bert and I, uh, you know, like I said, I, I I really just believe in that. I don't know why. Like I said, whether it was intentional or not, I believe in a, like, wholeheartedly believe in a romantic relationship between Poe and Finn. Now, what do you say, ben I mean,
0: I mean, me, I, I, you know, I'm not, like, completely for or against it. I think it'd be cool either way. But I also would like to see Poe and, you know, Finn be their own person and not need a relationship at the same that time, too. And, you know, I'd like to see... I mean, I know it would break, you know, mad women's hearts out there, you know, <laughs> if, if Poe, you know, is down with Finn, like, you know, because I know the ladies are or loving Or the both. ladies
1: are just going to continue to root for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, true indeed. It could go either way, you know. But, I, you know, it doesn't matter to me. That's my thing. Like, you know, I don't go to the Star I mean, as much as, you know, I love the Han Solo-Leia romance. That's one of the best romances to me on film. You know, I don't, I wasn't like, like a lot of people are mad that uh, Finn didn't get to kiss Ray, and I thought that was like so I, that's whack. That's like,
1: mad whack if they let that happen, because that's so cliche. Yeah, yeah and, I agree. and
0: then not even that. I just, it's like, I didn't, like, people were like, oh, but that's because he's black that he doesn't get to end up with the girl. Yo, y'all need to and fall I'm just like, back, yo. Why can't, like we said, why can't Ray just be her own woman and not fall for the dude or, you know, the first dude she meets? Who's coming after her.
2: Plus, it's a trilogy. I mean, Anakin didn't get Padme or Lakshmi or whoever in the first movie. I mean, well, Luke did kiss his sister. That's true. I just
1: find it strange that the people who will sit here and argue with me about all the possibilities of Star Wars and why it's so open and why it's so awesome are the first people to be like, uh, yeah, yo, there can't be no gay relationship on here.
0: Well, I I, I mean, uh, where are you? I think that says it all for that one. Yeah, um, I, I just
1: find that I just find that interesting that they have that to say that.
0: right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling um, you out. Yeah, and thanks for that great question and as always, you know, if you have any more questions, hit us up at Fan Bros show on Twitter or contact at fanbros.com. And you know, I think I got to, you know, smooth right on into this because, you know, we were just talking about Poe Dameron and the man himself. Mm-hmm. So it's time for comics i uh, copped. copped and speaking of poe dameron he's getting his own comic series from marvel i expected more of a reaction from <laughs> the room for that no, one.
1: because, because I, you know why probably uh, because i i was trying to let my imagination just flow with that so wait he's getting his own comic book series
2: yes I don't I guess I expected that I don't yeah. know it seems is this like part of the whole
1: wait is this part of the whole potential Marvel Star Wars I mean not Marvel but Star Wars uh, Marvel crossover stuff
0: oh that's never happening yeah, I don't gonna, say, gonna no, happen no I'm not saying
1: is this supposed to be like the drop in the bucket for that or it's no, no no no
0: no Marvel has a Star Wars series of comics going on right now I'm just saying this is not towards this has nothing to do with Avengers no this is just co second. filling in the blanks of probably what was going on before you know this movie started you know, how he became to be the ace fighter pilot that he is, et cetera, et cetera. You know, his relationship with other dudes across the country. Mm. I mean, Galaxy, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever happens, you know. Po- po- <laughs> you just
1: dudes across the other <laughs> country. Once again, for a movie that's so expansive, why be so <laughs> close-minded? I don't understand y'all. But
0: Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, that's dropping soon. Be on the lookout for that. Like, uh, Just Blaze was saying on the show before, most of these Star Wars comics have been way better than I expected them to be. There's one, uh, the main one features this, Um, he's, he's uh, the same class of droid that C-3PO is. I think it's triple zero is his designation though, and he's all black. And is he a
2: protocol droid? Yeah, he's oh, a protocol he's a Negro droid?
0: droid? And, no, he's an assassin. I mean, it's, it's bad that he is all black.
2: Why is that bad? I mean, be, it just goes to that so thing. You why your, your, you said that up? I know,
0: but it's like, why does the background have to be black? <laughs> oh, know? he's bad. Oh, he is super oh, bad. Oh, I
1: didn't know he was bad. You said he was a sad well. No, he's a, he's the same
0: but, type of droid, but he's programmed for
2: murder and death uh, and torture and other stuff. Well, but he, it's
1: because because that is the the Star Wars motif.
2: True, indeed. the light and
1: the dark side. Got it.
2: Well, yeah. It, is he, he, he a, is he as polite as C three PO? No, he's, he's killing
0: put, people. No, but he's, he's quite <laughs> hilarious, and he has an R two D two. He's even like who's even more bloodthirsty than he is. Right, that's And dope. so it's, yeah, it's quite hilarious. So those series have definitely been good. I would check out the main Star Wars series. Uh, Mike Diodato is illustrating one of them, and he's always amazing. So definitely check that out. And uh, as always, people are always asking, you know, what comics can I cop for kids and whatnot? And I don't get to tell you this enough. Miss Marvel by G. Willow Wilson mm-hmm. and Takeshi. Mayazawa. Oh, Lord. My, Let me see. Let damn, me see. I butchered that Let one. Let me see if you said his M- name. Ma-
1: Takeshi Ma- Miyazawa.
0: Yeah. Takashi. Supposed- you said Takeshi. Okay, Takeshi Mayazawa. Takeshi. Takeshi. Well, uh, Takeshi. 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 There we go. Takeshi. Uh, the, well, the art by him, <laughs> her is incredible. The book is really dope. It's been dope forever. Um, Issue three dropped last week. Uh tomorrow or as soon as you've heard this episode, issue three of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur hits the stands. It's going strong. It's going to at least gonna be around for a couple trades, but you need to cop that. Cop books from Marvel that feature brown people as mm. much as you can from Marvel. I I won't even say from Marvel and D C. Um Brown people. Yes. In the
1: comments, Han Solo's wife is black.
0: Yeah, someone that he was. Uh, I've seen with. a panel. I've seen yeah. a couple of panels. Yeah, that's that that happened a while ago, and that's why some people are speculating that um, Finn might be related to Han too, as well. But what? yeah, I mean, it's
1: stop trying to make everybody related. Like now, y'all getting like incesty. I don't. What is with people? Like I, mean, I don't a, want that, this to be Game of Thrones. Oh, like that's a Star come on, Wars y'all. thing as
0: well. I know, um,
1: I know, but come on, y'all. I'm, yeah. I don't need that.
0: And uh, one last one I have to shout out, because I spoke about this book before, where I spoke about the trade from the fir- uh, the first trade. There's a three series from Image. Um, the first one is called The Strange Talents of Luther Strode. The second is The Something of Luther Strode. I had the name. And the third is The Legacy of Luther Strode. And I talked about this before when I read the second trade, and I thought it's written by Justin Jordan and the artist by this guy Trad Moore. And Trad Moore right now is becoming... One of my favorite, the best artists working out right now. I mean, dude is absolutely amazing. But the story is basically uh, there's a, du- a dude who's like Peter Parker, basically. Like, he's a sucker in high school. You know, he gets no girls. He gets nothing. And he gets this book, which is basically like the, what is it, Charlie Atlas? You know, you can get bigger yes, at the beach, yeah. muscle man Charles on the beach. Atlas. Yeah, Charles yeah, Atlas. Yep, yep, yep. And he gets this book called The Hercules Method, which turns him into this super strong, super fast, You know, like Hercules type dude, but he when he gets the power, he can't really control it and starts just murdering people around him. And when I first read the series, I thought, okay, this is trying to just, you know, a really violent way of showing like Spider-Man basically. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens when somebody gets these powers and can't and has no responsibility and can't control himself. And so that's basically the first series is things like that. Like everything he gets the powers and he thinks it to be everything he wants and then everything goes bad for him. So I was like, okay, this is cool. The art's great. It's ultra-violent. But I thought, you know, I just didn't think it was much more than that. But with each series, they've shown more. And they showed that this Hercules method came from, actually, it came from Cain, from the Bible.
1: Oh, like Cain enable. Yeah, now. and so
0: Cain, you know, put out this method Eesh. and has been teaching people throughout centuries, you know, this method. And so there's this whole bad story, like uh, Jack the Ripper is one of the people who got it, um, Joan of Arc. You know, various other people throughout history have. I think Genghis Khan yeah, uh, this sounds dope teaching people to be assholes. doper at time. and doper as I've been going through it. And like when I say that Trad Moore is one of the best artists out right now, like uh, I love Frank Quietly. You know, he's up there with him. Um, Nick Patera, who does Manhattan Projects, just some of the most. And he's getting better and better. He even adopted a new style for the latest mini. I would just say pick it up for the artwork alone, and then mm. the story has been getting more and more. The latest issue is Legacy of Luther Strode, issue four. There's two trades out already, and it's out from Image Comics right now. And shit is insane, y'all. Like, check that, that the, book out.
1: That premise sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then when you get into the art and the way this guy draws action and violence, it is just some of the most amazing stuff, plus his uh, command of facial expressions. It's just a really good book. And it, like At first, I just thought, okay, this is good for the art and for the violence. But now as the story is getting deeper and deeper— and basically, the hero Luther Strode is trying to stop Kane. That's his mission mm-hmm. now. He's trying to stop Kane, but he's running. He runs into other descendants of him. You know, he runs into this black guy called the Shooter, who at who's like looks like
1: oh that picture the picture yeah. I
0: tweeted the other day. He looks like Clint Eastwood, but he's a brother man. He looks like Clint he's got Eastwood. Red eyes. From, yeah, with red eyes from uh, the man with no name, and he's just you know the ultimate shooter. So it's definitely a dope book. Check it out. And that's it for me from Comics.com.
1: You know, that comic, sorry, Chico. No, that you, sorry. sorry. That comic that you mentioned made me remember a question that I have for all of you, you and Chico and myself as well. I was watching The Flash and they were talking about, you know, basically the whole with great power comes great responsibility conversation. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I said, so what if I was bestowed with some superpower? what would I do? Like, would I, would I inherently be like, y'all, I want to start saving the world. I want to do this. But or like, what would you really like real life talk? What are you doing? You, I'll, 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 I'll set it up for you. You wake up tomorrow. How much power do I have? I'll tell you. Okay. You wake up tomorrow and find out that you can turn invisible at will and you can control it.
2: So, can I? Can I? Can I just? Because my big problem is that people are either bad or good, and but, I don't see what's wrong with doing both. And like that's I would my save, thing. I would save people and rob banks. Thank you.
0: That, that, and that's that my absolutely. And that, you know, I
2: was going to, I
1: want well, to hear what Ben Ami yeah. said, but I was going to go with that's, you.
2: That's that would be it. Invisibly – Invis- but but but, but see, I, don't dwell
1: I, so much on the power that you have. But what would well, you see,
2: do with it? But it's not but a see, super. It's not a super. What she's saying is not a Superman power. No, but it's see, not it, like, it depends because like
0: invisible isn't really gonna do give me enough to like. I'd have to really think on how to get rich from that.
1: Well, my, my okay. but, but the, well, question, the question, is you just turn invisible asking, when
0: the bank closes. <laughs> you know, but I'm not asking you how, how would vaults, you. <laughs> you can't get through the. You know, you can't get to the money. Just, you, can't get the... <laughs> you can't even break in well, the bank. Ca- ca- well, you everywhere. St- you that's called like, that's called being immaterial. If you could right. change your your. Right, fine, your t- but I mean, if oh, you can do, if you can just walk through walls, that's a whole other thing. But I wasn't
1: asking how you're gonna run the bank. I was just asking from the perspective of your psychology. How would you go? If
0: it depends on how much level of power you give me. See, it really mm. is with great power comes great, and, and so power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. So you're corrupts telling me the, sh-
1: if you, the stronger your power you is, the Superman worse power? you're going to be? Oh,
0: you give me Superman powers, it's pretty bad for the world. For, I mean, no, but you, Ben mean, Yeah, if you give Ben mean, Superman powers right now, it's going to be like, I mean... real. There's going to be some tell changes. There's going to be some changes. Tell the truth. I mean, you give Ben mean, Superman powers right now, oh, yeah, it'd be well I didn't like, it'd be tight I would not be like I would not be out Robin brains I would be out you know like I mean, Superman. Like, you can't unless you, you know you had to nuke me or something, and I can survive nukes. Oh, there'd be some real problems. Well,
1: see, I didn't, and I, I like that you threw that in there about the level of power. it yeah. does change things. Because you give me
0: invisibility, I don't
1: know what the fuck I'm gonna do with that.
0: <laughs> you'll I learn. You'll pointless. learn.
1: But see, when I first proposed so when I first proposed this question, when I was talking to myself, yeah, I was talking to myself. But when I first proposed this question, I was just like, I was not even thinking about level. I was just thinking of a power, and I, honest to God, my immediate thought was, I have to rob and steal something. I was thinking about my financial security. Like, I yeah. was... My immediate first thought was selfish.
0: Like, as a kid, I always And thought, I do
1: not and did not feel bad
0: about it. Like, if let's say I got the powers of the Flash. So this is something I thought yeah. of as a kid. Uh, I would immediately start running track. You know, I would become the fastest man in the world. But like, you're cheating. I don't give a shit. You know, I would just <laughs> slow down. I would just slow down so I would just barely win races and look like I was better. You know, I'd go play basketball in the NBA. You know, I dust up everyone. But then what happens when you get the
1: you don't get the, the backlash? They're gonna be like, this motherfucker is cheating. No, they wouldn't, how would they know? Because I wouldn't have drugs. You running humanly fast. No, I wouldn't run that fast. Also oh, you'd be like playing would, it off.
0: Yeah, like you know, I just flashed in like slow down time where he sees everything slow. So I would just do that. You still just, cheating? I don't give a shit about cheating. <laughs> I'm talking about getting paid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're gonna get
1: paid by using your 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 natural enhancements. Yeah, and
2: flash so... can vibrate through uh through a vault. So yeah. Yeah. So oh, Chico, the same
1: question for you. And like I said, you can take it my way where I was just like just power in general, or or his way when you talk about levels. What was your first action or thought or whatever? Would it be, quote unquote, positive, or negative, or would you just be?
2: What? I think it would be a mixture of both. I think that if there was like a hostage situation and I heard it on, you know, the radio and I was nearby, like I would try and help. <laughs> and I was nearby. But, <laughs> you know, well, you
1: know. Well, if, he, if he, he had to be, it's not like he had super, you right. know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, If you yeah. got invisibility, what can, you can't
0: uh, help in that situation. Just you, yeah, yes, you could. You can, you you can, can sneak right. up. You could you can. You get the drop on him. You can get the drop on the kidnapper. You guys have guns. You
1: got a gun that goes invisible So get the drop on him. Be like, son. I got you. Drop it's, it. It's not that you know. No, it's not that no, simple. Yeah, I know. Gonna, I know. You're gonna, you're I'm. I'm over I mean, we're getting, you know, but we're the We're getting caught in the weeds
2: here. He I, can't I, mean, help. I feel it. Like, no, we're getting caught in the weeds. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like. There's times that Peter Parker couldn't pay his rent, yeah. and that would not happen if oh, I yeah. was Spider-Man. Yeah, you know? yeah. On the other hand, I don't know that I would be going out and you know setting myself up like you know like a Jay-Z level of, of wealth and power. I mean, you know? <laughs> no, no. See, but see that that would be my one
0: problem. I would probably just rob. I wouldn't do it in the NBA like if I was Flash,
2: because I'd probably just find a way to rob. Because I don't want to be known. There's actually, mm-hmm. it's funny. We're talking about the Flash. There's actually a really dope six. So I, think, be an I think it's sixth season of the X Files. It might even be the seventh, fifth or sixth season. Jesse Martin of the Flash plays an alien who basically from watching earth likes baseball and he wants to play baseball so he actually comes down and joins the negro leagues and plays as a black guy so that basically to avoid the poten- the, the attention he would have if he was in the major leagues and of course he's constantly hitting home runs yeah. and everything like that yep. but and eventually the other aliens basically come and get him cuz yeah. they're like yo you yeah. know but the point is that he he wants to play baseball but he's not joining the major league baseball yeah See, I, the Yankees. Want to, I wouldn't want to be known but I would want to be paid out the and, frame and I want to be paid
1: but look, that's what I'm saying it's the common thing it's like is what's fucked up with us that we just like the first, or is that fucked up like- nah
0: uh, like no like I said it'd it, it be really fucked up you give me Superman powers
1: because <laughs> I just can't believe you said that you were like there's gonna be some problem
0: not problems for me no not problems for me you know not problems for anyone who I love but you know there's just gonna be some ridiculously quick changes like I'm not for the one where Superman is just not you know Changing the world, like. But then again, I'm not the person. I don't know that I had the solutions. You know, I'm not trying to be president. I don't want you coming to me with your damn problems. So I'd probably once again just set myself up and you know chill in peace.
1: Okay. I'm. I, I look listeners ask yourself that question and be real because I feel like a lot of people lie about that I question I mean there
2: might be some real negative shit where like you see like you know some injustice like you know one one of these cops who shoots someone you know in the back who's unarmed mm-hmm. or something like that and then you're like well justice didn't happen and then you you know you basically take it upon yourself yeah see and I go couldn't and, do that cause cause I'm, no, 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 I'm no, saying no, you I'm go Superman, and, you X, and, X, and out, X out one of the you know the cops yeah co- see I wouldn't want, I wouldn't be that person because I'm not a killer right you know mm-hmm. and I,
0: yeah, you know, even though I, like I say, if you give me Superman powers, it'd be massive change. But I'm not in
2: reality. I but probably are not to kill nobody.
0: No, because that's what I mean. You'd have to kill so many people for it to be massive, right? Changed, and no, well, that's what I'm
2: saying it's a slippery. And slope. I wouldn't
0: want to kill anybody, so I would probably just find a way to get paid and disappear. Hmm. You know,
2: okay. like, like you say, if
0: I, I'm just not, I, I don't, I want my rent to be paid. Right. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not paying, I'm not paying rent
2: if I'm Superman. No, but I
0: mean, <laughs> it from no, it so, paid to. I'm
1: not
2: paying. I mean, right. and it even becomes like, what if you had Kilgore's powers? Like, what oh if you met a God. woman and you really, really were into her? Like, could you really seriously not? No, no, I'm not. I mean, yes, you could say, you know, you could. I'm about you, to put myself out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that was Ooh. that
0: one. Oh, man, yeah, because. I fully understood what he's like when he was like, oh man, do people really have to go through with this every day, like hoping people do what they say? Right. Yeah. I mean, if I was younger, even, oh man. Listen, It's going to be yourself. some changes. Ask like, like kill change. more power is even worse. But I wouldn't have to really actually kill anybody. Right. I would do, like, really, but there would be some. Ma- I, I'd go up to you, Trump be like, all right, I would say, don't do you yourself, kill yourself. Yeah. No, I would. I'd be like, you're, <laughs> you, you're going to give all your money away to the NAACP right. tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> oh, God. And then I'd go on TV and be like, everyone's going to vote for me. <laughs> I, I don't. See, that was like, because. I don't know. I don't the extent
1: know. of your treachery, Ben Ali, <laughs>
0: yeah, I is just oh off the charts. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. I, I, I'd still probably vanish, but I would uh, Yeah. Um, just take a break, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather not incriminate myself anymore on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, real quick, before we get out here, there are some news and TV. Corey Hawkins, who played. The straight-out-of-Compton star Yatsi portrayed Dr. Dre will star in the new 24 Legacy series as the new Jack Bauer or... Jack Bauer, too. Well,
1: yeah, like Jack
0: Browner. They
1: made a distinction. That it's not Jack Bauer. Yeah, no, it's just not. a character in that universe. But that's basically, he's basically the titular character in that. Well, not, yeah. not, not the titular character, but the main character. Yeah, ja- and Jack Bauer
2: has been doing it eight or nine seasons. And he's, <laughs> and and you got to remember, that show premiered like right after 9 11. And that shows, he was already like four. I mean, my point is, ja- Jack Bauer is definitely getting crusty. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I think it's great. I, I actually I like 24. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be you know of the same caliber. So I actually I, I think 24 doesn't get you know credit. They had two black presidents in a row. Um, Shot one. Mm. Um. See, I mean, oh, yeah. Shit. They shot and and they shot that that guy got shot. They they poisoned him. They did all kinds <laughs> of shit to him. But but um, you know, I, I'm psyched to, to you know. Um, dude looks dope. Um, I'm actually even more psyched about the other uh, the other.
0: Oh yeah, no, that is some yeah,
2: super yeah. hype
0: right there. Delroy Lindo is starring as Dominique Fortune in Marvel's Most Wanted, which is their new spinoff series. It's only going to pilot so far, but it's going to feature. Uh, Mockingbird and not Hawkeye. I mean, it's basically their version oh, of Legends, Legends of Tomorrow, of Tomorrow and yeah. it's actually going to be good. Yeah, well,
2: we'll see. Hopefully,
0: yeah. But uh, don't worry, Lindo. You know, fabulous actor. Yeah. I mean, amazing yeah. actor is playing Dominique Fortune, who is basically like the original um, James Bond. Well, not the original. I'm sure he was invented after James Bond, but he's like a James Bond type right. character. So is and you know, in the books, he is a white dude. He was invented by uh, Howard Chaykin, and you know now Delroy Lindo, you know a black brother. And this
1: is Delroy's first foray into like the Marvel DC, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, I don't want to say comic book, but you know what I mean, like.
0: I think it might be though in general though it might be his first hmm. comic booky role, but Delroy's a fantastic actor, so hopefully this does well and the pilot gets picked up and it goes to series. Marvel's Most Wanted. Look out for that. Um,
1: yeah. Luke Cage, she's a one. They they aiming for a summer release. Wow. Late summer, summer. summer
2: late, yeah, because because uh, they got summer. they got Daredevil season two coming before that, right? right? Wow. wow, exactly. So and Jessica Jones season two has been right, it's, it's been, been confirmed. confirmed, but it hasn't had a date set yet. Right, but well, that's all right. Late summer, well, all that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Do we, we know about. if Jessica Jones is going to be in the Luke Cage series? I've heard no. But but I'm sure she'll have a cameo at least one or two. I don't know. I mean, you know, I I was surprised that they they limited the cameos from Daredevil to just uh, Rosario Dawson in Jessica Jones.
0: Um, Be sure to check out the new Batman movie, Batman Bad Blood. I got a chance to peep it. It's pretty good. Animated joint. DC, as usual, you know, stays pretty strong with their animated films. Uh, and there's a Justice League versus Teen Titans. The trailer for that dropped.
2: Teen Titans.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's <laughs> you de- sound
2: just like it's definitely
0: gonna be better than that one though. But yeah, um, looks like in the vein vein of Young Justice. So check those out. Batman Bad Blood, though, I definitely recommend it. I uh. uh, watched the whole thing. It kept me up one night. Like popped in at like one in the morning, and I didn't go to sleep till it was over. So
2: mm. yeah, it's pretty good. All right, Chico, you know what time is it? That's right. It's time for my pick of the week and um I finally found a second good show on Amazon, you know. So far, I'd, I've been checking out all these shows on Amazon Prime, and I had I had given uh, I had recommended um, the man uh, the man in the high castle, but after only watching an episode or maybe not I don't know whatever I never even finished the man in the high castle. That was a big disappointment. I did recommend Transparent, which I think is a great show. It's not necessarily a fan show, but it is a great TV show. I mean, there's a blizzard of privilege that you got to drive through on the on that show. But it's really good. Um Mad Dogs, which um the premise, I, I was actually a little more trepidatious with the with the premise. So it's got a great cast: Billy Zane, Steve Zahn, Michael Imperioli, uh, Roma, Romani or Romani Romani. Mal- yeah, Mal- what, uh, Malcolm what Malcolm. Or, <laughs> no, what is it? It's anyway. <laughs> it's you, you know who I'm talking about. These yes. the dude who was on the first couple of seasons of Weeds. Uh, he's currently on the show with um, Malco. Yeah, Malco. Okay, with uh, with 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 uh, Captain Picard on Stars. Um, he play actually plays uh, plays his boss. Um, so basically, uh, a dude invites his college friends down to Belize. The dude is – it's Billy Zane. He has become very uh, successful down there. We don't know what he's doing, but he invites his four friends to come stay at his villa. And then basically a combination of bad shit happens and them making really bad decisions that I I can only compare it to movies like – uh, very Bad Things, which was a Peter Berg movie from a few years ago where something bad happens and then they basically just keep digging themselves oh, deeper. That's, that's one of my favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, me too, but I think that was so underrated, Not me, Very but Bad but Things. People haven't seen that joint? No, and mm-hmm. people don't like it and it's got Christian Slater's like, best performance. I, I haven't performance seen that. Too. I wouldn't say that. But yeah, it's, he's it's, really dope He in is it. good.
0: It's, I mean, it's a good-ass movie. It's a good-ass movie. I just saw it again recently on yeah. cable. It is so dark, So dope. this,
2: Yeah, and this is like that too, but with even weirder. I mean, this has has like little people assassins with cat masks on, like licking up blood after they shoot people. And then the Belize (laughs) the Belize scenery is incredible. I mean, it's like really, really beautiful. So I thought it was going to be, you know, problematic in the sense that you've got, you know, white guys and and Romani Malco going down to Belize, which is a Central American country that uh, most of the people there are black. They're not like, Mm -hmm. when when you think of Central America, you think of like Ecuadorian or, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, and it manages to avoid a lot of that. Um, I don't want to give, give anything away cause a lot of it is like, you know, is, is, is just sort of plot based and spoiler and whatever. But I definitely think just based on, uh, what, what people, uh, you know, what we talk about and what people watch and what I read people are talking about on Twitter, that, um, is definitely a dope show. And I've been frustrated by Amazon's lack of. Um, sort of really good shows Um, they've got like you know 20, 30 shows on there and just most of them just aren't good compared to what you know Netflix's original Mm. programming I mean it's just nowhere near but um, anyway Mad Dogs and it's 10 episodes and you know you could bang it out if we get another storm this weekend you can definitely bang it out over the weekend and even if we don't get a storm this weekend maybe you could bang it out so uh, yeah Mad Dogs nice Anything else before we get out of here?
1: September 2nd through the 4th. The Star Trek. (laughs) <laughs> convention at the Javits
0: Center. You should have said that with a little more enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> I mean, I said it slowly, <laughs> but... This, this is you. I, know. You said this to be Like, I'm I'm not going to be the only one there. Y'all not going to support?
2: Of course we're going to be there. What are you talking well, about? You see, you see, well, wait,
1: wait, wait. We're going to be beaming we're down. And said, of course. And Ben Ami's like, well, hell no. I ain't going <laughs> nah,
0: to I mean, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm going to so, come in in a Kylo Ren outfit.
1: Yeah, so in celebration of Star Trek's 50th anniversary, there will be a Star Trek convention in New York City at the Javis Center, September uh, 2nd through the 4th. The fan bros will be there in full effect. Make sure you're there as well.
0: And real quick, this just came out. uh, Snyder, is that Snyder? I guess he's now the executive producer of all these DC films. Says that Gal Gadot Wonder Woman will be 5,000 years
2: old in the new Wonder Woman film. She looks good for her age. Looking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: always thought she was agel- ageless. Anyway, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. So, how old is Hippolyta, her mother? That's a good question. Is she like five thousand and twenty-five? Was she around when the Earth was flat? <laughs>